Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and we are continuing on in our series, The Right Kind of Faith. And today I've titled the devotional, What Specifically We Must Believe. In order to be saved, there are some things one must know and then believe. The Bible is clear that God desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth and thereby be saved. 1 Timothy 2.4 Note the following points. Number one, the content of one's faith, what a person believes, makes all the difference in terms of whether one goes to heaven or hell. The Jews had a zeal for God, but they were ignorant of how to truly be right with God on the basis of faith in Christ. Romans 10, 1-4 John wrote the long and lengthy book of John so people might know the truth of who Jesus is as the Christ, the Son of God, and thereby believe and have life. John 20, 31 God has given us the testimony of His Son to the end that whoever believes in Him may know that they have eternal life. 1 John 5, 9-13. Number two, concerning the nature of saving faith, its essence is the same in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. The premier example of saving faith in all of the Bible is that of Abraham. Paul, in the key chapter of Romans 4, at great length shows that we are saved by faith alone, as illustrated in Abraham. Romans 4, 1-3 reads, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham were justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. The writer of Hebrews, in establishing the truth of justification by faith, uses example after example from the Old Testament scriptures to make his point as seen in Hebrews chapter 11. However, God's revelation of himself and his plan were progressive. Therefore, saving faith in terms of specific content corresponds to the revelation given. Number three, the Old Testament is foundational for much of what we learn about faith in the New Testament. There is much that is foundational in the Gospels that the rest of the New Testament then builds on. The nature of faith is always the same, but the development of the gospel of gospel truth, the development of gospel truth was progressive, climaxing in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ and New Testament revelation. Number four, the object of faith in both testaments is not seen to be in the gift of salvation but rather in the giver himself. It's amazing how many people overlook that emphasis in the New Testament on the importance of believing in Christ's name, that is his person, as seen, for example, in John 1.12, but as many as received him. To them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. The Bible stresses faith in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, of course recognizing him for who he is, goes hand in hand with what he has done for us. His person and his saving work go together. Lord and Savior are a package. Biblically, you can't hold to the one without holding to the other. Number five, saving faith involves people seeing their sin, their need of salvation, and the God of biblical revelation as the only means of their salvation. 
Romans is the most systematic presentation of the gospel that we have in the New Testament. After Paul's introductory prologue in Romans 1, 1 through 17, his first and prolonged section deals with the issue of sin. This is where Paul starts. Unless people understand their depraved sinfulness, they won't see their need of an all-sufficient Savior. The knowledge of the truth includes knowing I am a sinner and that God has provided a Savior who is the Lord Jesus Christ. A saving faith recognizes Jesus as Savior who died for all my sins and is risen again as Lord over all. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.